Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Uncle Levi coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, California. Enjoy. What's up, y'all? You know what time it is. It is Thursday. It is Crack 'em Up Thursday. 10-17. You know what it is. The 16-year anniversary. Hey, it's our anniversary. Come on. Come on. It is like a reunion out here. There are comics coming in from all over the place, you know, to celebrate the 16 years of Crack 'em Up Thursday. Come on now. That is something to celebrate out there. There's a packed room. We got Ron G on stage right now. And we got Cornelia Stradwick with us right here. Hey, girl. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Psych. Yeah. It was like two weeks ago. It was two, was it two weeks? I think, it probably I was like two weeks, yeah. Because I wasn't blurring together at this point. And you still look cute as ever, of course. Thank like, you. Like bum out here. Girl, whatever. You got your, your shoe boot yeah. on. I see you killing them with the shit. It's a 16 year old. weather. It is. It is. I love a good boot. But you know, it's supposed to be like 89 degrees this weekend. That's right. I feel not looking stank. forward to it at all. Me I feel gonna my, be my hair going to be in ponytail. This is the last time it's going to be down for a couple couple days. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, though? I'm good, girl. Excited about tonight? I'm excited. You know, this is. Um, and I was telling people, somebody this, I forget. When you move to LA, there are certain things that you see people doing. You're like, man, one day I want to do that. And sometimes we forget when we actually do it that it's happening in real time. Mm-hmm. So somebody was asking me about this show and I was telling them like, yeah, it's a bunch of the hosts and past hosts were on the show. But then I was thinking and I stopped. And I was like, damn, when I moved out here, I remember coming here and saying, one day I want to host and crack them up. Mm-hmm. And you forget, like you forget that you had that dream because you're working so hard. And when you finally get it, you be like, OK, what's next? Yeah. But if for her, Michelle, to be running this show and for this show to have had everybody on it that they've had and to make it this far especially in a city like LA oh yeah it's, it's hard to keep something going it is a very wonderful accomplishment shout out to Nichelle and everybody who has been a part over the years it's just a dope crowd dope room dope night it's just good it's just a great it's a great experience and a great place to be I was about to ask what does the 16 year anniversary of Crack'em Up mean to you but I feel like you just answer it yeah it, you know it means and it ain't a lot of spaces in LA where um people can get up regularly and once you build that rapport here you can you can you can get up as much as you need 100%. to but you know it's, it's a good accomplishment and i'm just happy to be a part of it man i just you know i'm thankful i'm grateful michelle's created such a beautiful and just awesome space for people to be able to work their shit out mm-hmm. and alongside so many other great comics oh yeah because you see was it like damon wayans in here a couple weeks ago yep two weeks ago and then Dion Cole was in here last Deon week. Dion Cole, so you, it's, it's, it's Jackson, Jackson McQueen walking in. It's all kinds of people oh, coming here. Kyote. Good and bad. No, just <laughs> he He's but. the bad. He's the bad. Oh, of course. Of course. He's got to be out here showing his knees. It's not Jackson McQueen if his knee ain't out. But that's hilarious. It's his whole thigh be out at some point. <laughs> but, but it's a, you know, it's just a good room to be a part of. It's a good space. And, you know, we here. It's, and it's a good night. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody here. I'm not staying to the end because I'm a bit tired. But what, I feel it. I, I took a one hour nap before coming in here. Not uh-huh. enough. I almost stayed in bed. I was like, you know what? Is it? No, it is worth it. It's you got to get out. Yeah. Uh, what has been your most memorable moment at Crack Em Up? Mm. Oh, man. My most memorable moment? I don't 
you know, I don't, I've been here so many times and I've been, I've seen so many iterations of the show and I've seen so many of my peers who I've performed with on this show go on and be very successful. I think my most memorable moment, and I don't remember the specific day, was probably the first day I hosted. Because again, seeing all your peers, seeing people host, and then you see them doing things and and just being in that space, you're like, man. And then when you finally get up there and get the opportunity to kind of run the ship, it's a different feeling. It it does something different to, it's it's something different. So I I would just say the first time I hosted. That was long-winded as hell, but you you get the point. (laughs) No, I love it because it is. It's big. Being able to like manifest that, like I'm gonna be up there next, and then do it. Yeah. That's huge. Not a lot of people get to say that they do that. I remember being behind, like you know, getting interviewed in the podcast, or just wanting to go up. Period. And then here we are today. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. What can happen if you just show up? Show up and do the work, and then and remember to be present when it's happening. Come on, that part. Hey, Amen. Appreciate it. Amen. Appreciate you. Plug Thank yourself. You. Let them know where Thank they can you. find you, where you'll be. You can find me across the board on all social media at Canelia. That's like Kenny and Ophelia. Also, I have a podcast that's on iTunes and all apps for podcasts can be heard called Happy Hour. A shout out conversation. Uh, please take a listen. And become a patron. We have a Patreon page, so that's how we keep it going. You, hey. better, you better ask them somebody. Support. Okay. All right, bye. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, and joining us now, Janae Thompson. Girl, how are you? I'm doing great, Vanessa. How are you? I'm doing great. Gosh, you always look like a queen. Oh, thank you. You too. You know, we're just reflection, just like it's a mirror, and it's like <laughs> oh, us. And then, yes, oh, I love yes. it. It's that anniversary glow. That's what Ooh, it is. Ooh, what's up with the uh, magnums? You know, just trying to keep everybody safe out here. It's Can anniversary. Of course. Take thank it. you. Shoot. These cost like $15.99. Signed by Felly Fell. Just let me get a picture of you with it. For sure. Cool. Look, he's over here acting like he needs some shit. Don't lie. Sorry. Anyway, just want to uh, stay ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, question for you: Since we're gonna keep the theme going, you know, it's the anniversary. Yes. Sixteen years, and the show yes. has been running this beautiful show out here. Sweet sixteen. What was your first crack 'em up like? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. My first crack 'em up. I was here as an attendee. Um, Esau McGraw. Shout out to the legend. Hey. Yeah, he was hosting, and he was like, "Hey, there's this show. Crack 'em up. Come check it out." So I was a first time just. Um, like I said, an attendee. But the fun fact, Michelle wasn't here at the time. I think she was in Detroit. Oh, and they, they the run it out there still, as well. Yeah, so the show was still running, um, still just as popping. And I didn't get to meet Michelle till maybe uh, close to maybe a year later. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. When That's I crazy. yeah, so she had booked me before we had even met. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I had to show up here a billion times being her friend. No, I'm just kidding. You know, uh, you know, we, we kept in contact, you know, through um Facebook. Facebook. I had sent her clips mm-hmm. and everything and Esau put in a good word. He, and he that's was like she nice. could bring people, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. it just works. That's out. always nice when you can do that. That yeah. that always helps. When you could help bring some, you know, pack the room. There we go. You know, it's a it's a lot of pressure on I was I would say as a producer to 
uh, pack the house as well. So yeah. it is important to bring some comedians who could bring a crowd too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a bringer show, but you know, when you you're not you known, people. but when you have that to offer yeah. at least, it's always a huge help. Exactly. What was your first time hosting like? Oh my gosh. My first time hosting was super surreal. It was like a moment of gratitude, a moment of honor, just because I've seen so many great hosts um, here. Tony Baker, uh, Sydney Castillo, Justin Hires. Um, the list goes on, you know. So, yeah. Um, once Michelle asked me to do that, I'm like, wow. You see that in me? <laughs> um, I'm honored. You know, yeah. it was a lot of fun. And uh, I would say one of the milestones in my comedy career for sure uh, yeah what hit, what was the most memorable moment for you at crack em up the most memorable moment for me was the moment that i saw dave chappelle walk in oh and i was on stage and it was just closing the first half of the show uh, and i was passing the baton um to oh my gosh was it chico i think chico will chico. probably I think it was i think it was chico and um Dave Chappelle ended up going up on that half of the show. But it was interesting because I had this feeling for like years before I was even a host here. Mm -hmm. Like Dave Chappelle is my favorite comedian. And I every time he would pop up at the comedy store, I would miss him. Like I was either here the day before or the that, day after. That is like a recurring theme yeah. for a lot of people. Right. It was like I would just miss him. And I, I mean, it would be down the street a lot of times, you know, mm -hmm. Um but I had a feeling for like four years before it happened. I'm like, it's going to happen. I had even told a friend and she remembered. She was like, you said this was going to happen. I'm like, he's going to, I'm like, he's going to show up. It's going to be crack him up Thursdays. I knew exactly what show, what room it was going to be. And it happened. So that was one of the most memorable moments here for me. And of course, to get to witness the magic in person to seeing him craft, you know, oh. for over an hour, then go downstairs and do another hour with most deaf. Like it was, it was a wild night. Oh it my was, goodness. yeah. Yeah. He has my lighter. Fun fact. Cause Yo. you know, he, you know, he smokes during, yeah, I'm sure it's lost, but he had it maybe for and 10 minutes, you know, at least it was stolen. You know, he's a lighter thief. So that's, oh. you know, yeah. So that yeah, is your light, my lighter. So I always felt like, you know, a part of you is should, with yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. In some aspect. You know, I'm just gonna believe it and hold it in there my we heart. Go. That's all that matters. That is. You know? Come on. <laughs> that part. Uh, really quick, I yeah. want to congratulate you for bringing Soul Food comic, Comedy back. Well, that's John Cena, but I'm going to be hosting it for John Cena is an amazing producer, comedian. I love John Cena. And a lot that of people mix my, us up. That is my barbecue queen. <laughs> Our names look uh, the same on paper. Yes. We're both chocolate, uh, big, beautiful black women. So we get confused a lot. It's okay. And um, she did ask me to host. So I, I get it. I okay. get it. It's not you. It's us. Sorry. No. I, I saw the flyer I saw the flyer and I figured I don't know why I yeah, assume like because, if you're hosting it it's you your know show why? because John C is that much of a queen that she would allow somebody else to host a show she's producing yeah so that's that's, that's just you know that's I who see she that. is I see that in her she's the best yeah, I love you her. know what I mean she she don't even think like that she's like you know we let's do this together let's she's, she's this. dope yeah she's I respect beautiful. her she's amazing and she can cook her ass off oh hell yeah 
Just oh get cook. She, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, like here's the thing. I will happily bring my fair share of the food to the potluck. Yeah. But she caught me slipping twice. Oh. I know. Did she go up? And she'll no. make you a plate. Look, I did not get dope. that much of a special you know treatment. She, actually, she'll make your man a plate. A little <laughs> disrespectful, but also sisterly. Yeah, I love it. I love it's it. It's okay. Honestly. <laughs> She's a queen. Honestly, if my man left me for John Cena, I'd be like, I get it. You're right? I, I mean, get it. I would leave me for John Cena. Oh, my God. Yes. You know? <laughs> I would happily follow her around any day. She's the best. But, She's great. All right. Uh, plug yourself. Let them know where they can yes. find you. Let them know where you'll be next. All right, y'all. Um, please follow me on Instagram at Johnny the Queen. You can catch me next at... Hold for... <laughs> For know. confirmation. The, see, this is this, uh, this is a problem for her. You know, she's so busy. She doesn't know where no, she's oh, going to be. You know what? Honestly, it's just, <laughs> I'm doing a lot of filming. I don't know what my next show is. Oh, that's awesome. No, it's, 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 I'm grateful. I think my next show is, oh, it's the Soul Food Comedy Show in Glendale, which is Friday the 25th. Also, please check out Pop-Up Seduction. October 26th is going to be a really hot trick poor poor treat. You coming? I am too poor. I wish I could. For tickets. All the support is headed your way. All right. I'm really going to take these because I feel like... Do it. And you get 12. Do it. It's going to be a good year. The whole wow. Yes. I thought it was like a. I mean, I'm for, taking the whole box. For Johnny, no, like I, I take told it, you, it's my. You know, you know, I got take some. Take it, girl. We appreciate you for being on. We love you so much. And joining us now here on the couch, the beautiful Dale Harrison. Girl, how are you? Get me some free magnums out there. I got you. I got you. It is the 16-year anniversary. I'm just trying to keep everybody out here safe. Here you go. I'm just going to go ahead. Take one. Oh, one. Can't do that. What? I'm like. Take one. Don't take the whole strip. You know you don't need all that. I do need Dale Harris, beautiful girl. Let me just take three. How about she that? is too focused on these condoms right now? Yes, I am because I have the bomb dick waiting on me. Oh, <laughs> at least one in of three us weeks. Does. Come on, oh, oh my god, in three weeks. I'm sick. I'm sick. <laughs> I need I need you to do me a favor right now. Sing sing about that condom because I know you're a little songwriter. I know you're a little songbird. Condoms, you've been on my mind. Oh, condoms. We're two of a kind. Oh, condoms. I can't wait to get one on me. Oh, there we go. 16 years. 16 years of this kind of foolery. Girl, uh, you are one of our most regular hosts. What is your most memorable moment here at Crack'em Up? Most memorable moment at Christ. So many, so many good times at Crack'em Up. Okay, but here's one, too, that I do remember. Okay, because when I used to come to L.A., you know, I, you, of course, everyone starts lower in the ranks here. You know, I'm back lower in the ranks now that all the old people here. I'm back going <laughs> on lady shit because, you know, it's seniority in the building. So oh, yeah. I'm just got to wait my turn. But so it was one of them nights where I was waiting my turn. The entire crowd is 
gone and just my one friend is there oh and a booker is there and it's all like comics and i remember just joking about that pb smiling a bit i remember just joking about that and the set still went great oh. um and nichelle was had a chance to sit down and like laugh and really like see my set because she will always like just let me on but never really like had time to sit down and pay attention because everybody's pulling at her yep forever you know what i'm saying and this was like 10 years ago so um anyway that that was like one of my most memorable nights because at an audience of one you'd be like oh my god like i'm visiting la i wasn't living here at the time you know what i'm saying but to still have the few people that was in there like y'all just have a blast it was just like it just you know it put that feeling inside me that i have today coming in here like you know whenever i'm in here it's family so i just love it so much you know what i'm saying yep Yep. Oh, that's good. Uh, what? How did it feel the first time you went from, you know, audience member, you know, comic going up to host? Like, how did how did that feel for you? Um, that felt great because I beg the shit out of Michelle <laughs> to host this show. I harassed her every week. I sent her messages. I sent her like ten messages. Michelle, you need to let me host. Michelle, then one night the host wasn't like the host was uh, running late, and I was like, Michelle, you need to let me host. You need to let me host. You need to let me host. And she was like, Well, I have so and so hosting right now. I forget who was hosting or whatever. But anyway, we had a good time that night. But I'm talking about. She was like, Well, just remind me. You know, she was saying that shit casually girl I was reminding her ass every chance yes. I got hey hey and it was just so great because I had pursued it because it's something I really want like mm-hmm. every time I see that stage I'd be like no I want to host that shit I know I could bring the party to the stage it's so fun here you know oh yeah so yeah you know what that's crazy is that some people are so scared to really go after what they want and like reach for it grab for it you know bug people for it because they think you know oh you know if that person doesn't want me there then you know it's not meant to be type shit but in this type of environment you have to go after it you have to let them know hey I'm here hey I'm available because I I mean I low-key was doing the same thing you know with Michelle I would show up every single week I'd be like hey girl you know if you got an open spot I got you I'm here every week you know it you, you know? got the only people that stand out in the town is the people that do that. Yep. It's so many people that be like, you know, I talk to a lot of comics and I'll be like, did you hit so-and-so up? And they'll be like, she know I'm here. I'm like, no, they don't. They got a bunch of are people. You, a in bunch their of face. people around. They got jobs and they smoke weed. What do oh, you talk? You expect them to remember you crazy. over that shit? Crazy. You better get it together and start calling. My mother always tell me, mother, my mother always say, the squeaky wheels get noticed. There we go. That's there it. we go. Well, let let yourself be noticed. Plug yourself. Let them know you're going to be next. Plug me. Lulu Gonzalez in the building. Looking real mixed. <laughs> Pl- uh, yo, check me out at I am DEL Harrison. I am DEL Harrison. Also, follow my music at Boom Boom by Del Harrison. So, check me out at I am DEL Harrison. Check me out at Boom Boom by Del Harrison, too. Jasmine Lee twerking in the building. Appreciate you, girl. We appreciate you. And joining us here, fresh from the stage, oh my goodness, it is an 
honor, Nika King. Girl, you are gorgeous. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. How are you? How I'm was great. it? How it was, was the crowd? It was wonderful. It's always a good crowd here. Like, Come on. Crack 'em up is like one of for me is one of the dopest places to perform. I love the intimacy. I love the low ceilings. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a dope spot. And with it being the 16 year anniversary. Oh my gosh. And I forgot to shout out Nichelle and just congratulate her. So I'll use this opportunity now. Thank you, Nichelle, for having such an amazing room and for booking me and for just always believing in us comics. Yes. To come and rip the stage and do our thing. So thank you. Thank you, Nichelle. Appreciate you. Gosh, how what were you talking about up there? I'm curious. Shit. Just talking about a bunch of shit. I love it. I love it. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. My life. Can you tell Is this me? an interview or a shout out for 16? It's a little bit of both. Okay. Okay. What was your first crack em up like? Uh, scary. Because it was, um, this room has a lot of history. And so, you know, when you think about all of the people who have graced the stage, you just want to do well. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I conquered. I conquered that diamond, that demon. Diamond and demon, yeah. Both of those. This is a black, black diamond slope out here. Yes. Well, literally and figuratively. Yes. Low key. Low key. Pretty much. <laughs> Another vegan in the room. Hi. And he's repping it hard. I Vegans it. always got to let you know that they're vegan. You got to let, look, gotta let them know, bro. Well, I made the shirt, so I was just letting people know. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want one. That's cute. Size small. That's cute. <laughs> Appreciate it. Have you ever hosted up here? Uh, I've never hosted, no. you never hosted? I'm, I'm, I'm not big on hosting. Mm, but I got it. Yeah. Got you. You're too busy on the big screen. Well, you know, Euphor- I just, I, I, I don't want to talk about euphoria, I, but, you know, I'm, I'm just saying... Happy anniversary, 16th anniversary, and thank you for having me on the show, Michelle. Appreciate it. And All right. I know you don't want to talk about it, but I do appreciate you for you for it. Of course. Keep watching. Well, Season two coming soon. Hey, that part. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Vanessa, a.k.a. V Money. Yo, we appreciate you so much for supporting the Crack'em Up Comedy Podcast, but we want to see you repping us on the streets, so make sure you visit www.crack'emupcomedy.com shop and buy yourself a t-shirt or a hoodie right now or both. Thanks so much for supporting y'all. We appreciate you. Now back to the podcast. And joining us here on the couch, Kojo Neem. Oh my goodness, how are you, sir? I'm very good to be here. Very excited to be here. All the way from London. All the way from yeah, London. Like, your voice, I'm sure you get this all the time, but your voice is beautiful. Thank like, you very uh, much. Like, normally I'm not really into accents like that, but uh, <laughs> record me a little something so I can just fall asleep real quick and easy, you know what That's I'm saying? It's good to be here. Uh, really quick, I mean, I know we've got the 16-year anniversary going on, but I, I just want to stop and congratulate you for Grimes Tales because you finally got the financial backing for yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, hey. happening. that's happening. That's happening. I'm excited. Super excited. And then you have the taxi tour coming up next yeah, year. Oh, yeah. Live Nation. There are just big things happening yeah, for you. Yeah. I did a I did a TV show, so it kind of helped. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got talent. There we go. You yeah, were that, Simon's that golden buzzer. Everything. Yeah. That Come changed everything. on. So it, it, it invited people to things that I was doing anyway. Uh-huh. So now it's just magnified. So I'm excited. That's so wild. That's so. And I've wild. been coming to crack on my Thursdays over ten years. Well, what was your first crack em up like? Ooh, my first crack em up was, uh, it was, it was about, I think it was about like 20 people in here. It was about 20 people in here. Really? Because yeah, you know the new comics go early. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like, you go on stage and there's about 20 people in here. And I was like, wow. But the room kind of fits 20 people anyway. So it was it was good. But I had a good time. I had a good time. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm ready to do it again. 
That's good. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I just like. like, Your voice is just so mesmerizing. This ain't the radio. I'm here. I got lost for a second. My fault. My fault. No worries. I'm just so happy. Plus, I'm just so happy for you. Like, I was going through all of your, you know, info because yeah. I, I like to do my research before, yeah. you know, comics come out here just because I like you to feel known because you. you don't know me. I'm Vanessa, by the way. Hello, Vanessa. So nice. Beautiful oh, my goodness. Vanessa. I love the way you say my name. There's a condom on the table. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and M&M's. And M&M's. Keeping, keeping you safe and full. Which you is know. which? Pick your poison. <laughs> I know your lady ain't. Wait, is your lady here with you? No, she's not. No? She's not. Then you don't need those. Don't take those. <laughs> yes, he does. No, exactly. Oh, my. Oh my God! Tell him, butter. Oh my God! No, no, no! I'm sick. That's that's ridiculous. By the way, uh, congratulations on your what is it? Black Magic Awards, right? Awards? Oh, you just dug deep. I tried. I tried What's real my hard. Blood type? No, I just went. I just went. <laughs> it's opa. No, it's good. Oh my God! But uh, it's you're bringing. So originally you were just acknowledging women, but yeah. now you're doing kids and men, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, what. So what is the Black Magic Awards? It's I'm just curious. kind of like a, um, a thank you awards. I think a lot of people go through their whole career and I think even just not just necessarily entertainment even at the job everybody just wants to be told thank you for something you know what I mean I think especially with social media now and the competition and everyone's kind of kind of being aggressive I think some people just want to be told thank you for what they're actually doing mm. and if, when you see celebrities always blowing up and making loads of money and you feel like well I, I just work I work just as hard in what I do and no one says thank you throughout your whole time you feel like mm. oh you know how can I celebrate others when no one's celebrating me naturally so we try to eradicate that and um, just say thank you to a lot of people who have um, you know pioneered and opened doors for people like myself who you know wouldn't have been able to think it was you know it could actually happen until someone else did it. So, yeah. so when are we gonna get Mama Michelle's Black Magic Award? No, I'm just kidding. I'm oh, kidding. Well, listen, <laughs> listen. You know what? If we, if, if, I don't think America. Michelle don't need me. <laughs> nah, we ain't got BET like you got BET. Yeah, we don't. We don't even have that. Like we got Black Friday and that is it. Like, that's what we get in the UK. But um, oh, yeah. so, something like BET should honor people like Michelle. And me and Michelle go way back. Um, yeah, about 16 years actually. So, so it's good to just be here to support her as well. What has Crack 'em Up meant to you? What does Crack 'em Up mean to you? What did Crack 'em Up mean to you then? What does it mean to you the now? The entry. For me, it's the entry for a lot of people who are not from LA to just get into the mix. And the list of people who have gone on to do phenomenal things, most of them run back to Crack 'em Up. So, so for me, it's the entry for a lot of comics who, who may feel like, you know, I can't get to the Laugh Factory or the Improv or all these other things because Cat Williams is going to walk in and, and all these people. Like, like, this is the entry point to comedy in L.A., for, especially for black comics, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. and to open up doors for people like myself, Jeannie Asheray. You know, we don't even live in this country, you know what I mean? But we come over and the doors open for us as well. So we spread the word and hopefully it continues to grow like that. Come on. If you have any piece of advice to give to like, you know, rising comics now who are who are just getting into this, who are who may be scared yeah. to come into this cuz this is this is a big family here yeah. and it's intimidating at yeah. times. What what piece I'm of advice would you give tonight. to them? Oh my goodness, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my advice would be um, whatever your sense of humor is, stick with it because everything's in seasons. Um, too many people jump in and feel like they got to be like what's already available. Do you see 
I'm trying to say. So I feel like, you know, everything has its season, everything. So your brand of comedy may not be what everyone's talking about now, but if you stick with it, they will be. Come on, that part. Well, we appreciate you. Plug yourself. Let them know where they can find you. Uh, uh, Kojo Anim Live. If you can spell, you'll find me. <laughs> um, and that is it, man. The Kojo Anim Live and everything. Um, I'm excited. I'm out here having some crazy meetings. I'm about to sign to an agency. And we're about to do some films. So hey. look out for it. Look out for it. Yeah. Grimes Tales. Coming Grimes to you Tales. soon. Yep. Appreciate you. Fresh from the stage. Fresh. <laughs> Come on. Stage. No, I feel I like, like you that. should introduce yourself because your voice is... Hi, everybody. Is... My name is Josh Adam Myers. I'm a comic from Washington, D.C. area. Uh, I love this show. I, I love this, this show so much, dude. Nichelle, and I called him Dr. Levi tonight, which I think he should be. <laughs> I don't know why they call him Uncle Levi. He should definitely be a doctor. That was oh the funniest God. shit I said on stage where I was like, if he was a doctor, he's like, all right, y'all, y'all ready for some motherfucking Kierkegaard right now? Oh it's an excess. We breaking it down existentially up in this motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh... No, it's just this show is this show is is a staple of of like the Los Angeles comedy scene, man. I mean, 16 years is is so impressive if you think about it. Like most things last. If you get a year, you're doing great. 16 years at arguably the best club in the world. Mind sold out. It's just it's it's because Nichelle is is so sweet. Uncle Levi is is such a character. They've always had really good hosts. You know, I remember Tony Baker did it for a long time, which made him such a strong comedian. And I don't know if Ron did it, but did Ron host for a while? Yeah, Ron hosted it. Um, I mean, who was the first host? You like, you like. It was Chingy, Chameleonaire. Oh my God, <laughs> Nelly. Was, it was a guy that Petey Pablo. That, Take your shirt off. Oh, don't want Mama see, but a little deeper duba. Yeah, I don't know words. Oh, so sick. I just love it, man. It's 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 something to be really proud of, and I'm just happy to have been a small, small, small part of it in the big picture. You know. Come on, we appreciate you. I know you have to jump out of here, so we'll let you yeah, go. I've, but um, we... I just want to go home. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to go. I just want to go home. I do have to wake up tomorrow at a time. I just want to go home. I'm at the age of going home. I'm at the age where it's like I like going home. It's doper than being out with all y'all. I feel like when you're mostly salt. Yeah. Well, it's just the beer. No, I'm just kidding. Just the beer. No, I'm, oh, I'm, this is, I, dude, I've, I earned every one of these gray hairs. I believe So, uh, but yeah, it's just, I love, I have a dog. I'm a it, dog owner. It needs to get and fed love, and walked. No, she, well, she can, Lekka can hold her pee. I just love it, man. I just like doing stand-up and then going home. It's a good feeling. Yeah, I have a little bit of ice Get your there. laughs and then chill. Decompress. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to ask me? Or did I already answer it? I mean, I don't know, because I feel like you want to go, so... Oh, you ask me something. Ask you something? Yeah. What piece of advice would you give to people coming into this who might be intimidated by all this? Because it's a lot. And it's a family. And it's big and it's loud. Are you talking about this show or just a comedy in general? A little bit of both. The best advice I ever got is is don't listen to any advice. Just do what you know. Huh. Do what you're supposed to do. You know what you're supposed to do. You know if you're supposed to do this or not. You have that inside of you, and you don't question that. Do you know what I mean? If you're gonna be any person that's a real comic, knew it, and they said this is what 
I'm supposed to be doing. And you can suck, but when you suck, you still better know it. You know, and it's just about break shipping away at, at from bad to good. And once you chip all the bad away, it's like you have a very raw, talented artist. Ooh. That, But it's you can't have self-doubt. No self-doubt. Just believe in yourself 100%. Even when, you know, dude, I was a junkie and I, and I knew I was going to make it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, that's just what it is. There's no, there's no real, I don't know how to explain it because it's just like one of those things that you have to have that, that, that fire inside of you. And just, you know, if you believe that this is what you were put on the earth to do, then you don't need advice from anybody. Just do it. Be a nice person. Keep your head down and fucking just work. And that's it. And, and eventually, if you're funny, somebody will recognize it and will help you. That's how it, that's how it happens. You just have to work and you have to love it more than anything. So this this room would, would intimidate a lot of people, but it's just a bunch of people all just following their dreams. Come on. Know? That's it. It's just, it's like... Like, I mean, even when you're when you're at your lowest, you should just be just be working and working and working. And when you're at your happiest, you should just be working just as hard, if not harder, because you have the opportunity. You know, the one advice I will give you is, is like I said, be nice to everybody. But yep. but but, you know, don't forget to help as you get further, as you go up reach down and pull people up help help other people but like it, it, it comes back man just help as many people as you can I think that's the one place that people neglect or that's the one thing that people neglect most in this is that they forget I mean maybe maybe people didn't help them maybe I don't know but a lot of people don't like to help for some reason they're like well I did this on my own or you know I did all of this so why should I you know kind of help other people like they have to figure it out for themselves like I did but it's like if you can if you have the opportunity to help why not yeah i i I just i had some really 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 like i just had some real older comedians that helped me and continue to help me and i have a bunch of people that i've helped and i continue to help other people um because there's enough room for everybody that's the thing is that if you're an individual and you're a unique performer there's no one like you. So there, you make the market on you. There's no one like me. There's no one. You know what I mean? Wow. And if they're in, when, and, and anytime I think, you know, oh, well, like, you know, because when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, this person seems like me. You just have to complete, just, just lean into whatever you are. Whatever you are, if it's if it's if you're a dirty comic and that's what you feel is you, then just lean into that and be don't be and just don't don't question it. Just you know, don't listen to other people, you know. Yeah. Ah, preach! Come on, preach. Well, pl- plug yourself. Let them know where they can find you. Uh, I, I've got a podcast that's a Spotify original. It's called The Five Hundred with Josh Adam Myers. It's on Spotify. Uh, I'm going through Rolling Stone magazine's list of the five hundred greatest albums with uh, comics, actors, and musicians. Um, it's great, and you can hear me on F is for Family on Netflix, and uh, my, I'm at Josh Adam Myers on all social media. There he is. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much. All right. And joining us here, here he is. He stole my Snickers. Esau McGraw. Hey. How are you, sir? I'm awesome. Uh, it's nice to meet you, by the way. I'm Vanessa. Hold on. I'm sticking candy in my pocket. He's sticking my Snickers in his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Do your thing. I hope it melts on Snickers you. Snickers in my pocket. <laughs> How are you, sir? How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Former host, what's it like to be back here 16 years? Uh, well, I, I wasn't here 16 years ago. 
You know, I wasn't the first host of uh, Crack 'Em Up, but I spent uh, three years here hosting, and then uh, I came and hosted for another two years, like a couple of years ago. Nice. So it's been a total of five years holding Crack 'Em Up. Hey. Yeah. What was your first time at Crack 'Em Up like? I was cool. Um, I went up. I did this joke about. Uh, I did this joke about. Um, People in wheelchairs being in the X Games oh, on the half pipe. Nice. You know, and then like they ain't worried about falling because they already paralyzed. Ah, ah, ah. So, uh, so I do the I do the wipeout, and then the stool is the the stool is the uh, the wheelchair, and then I drag my legs and stuff, and I get back oh up on the stool, God. and I roll off in disgust and defeat, right? And so uh, I did that joke in here, and I don't know what ha- I don't know what happened, but. Leslie Jones, who's on Saturday Night Live, right? Uh-huh. She was the host here right before me. Wow. I don't know what happened, but she stopped hosting like the week before I came to crack them up for the first time. And so there was no host. Ooh. And so I did that a couple of minutes and then... Uh, and I was like, uh, so, hey, if you guys don't have a host, I'll come host. And so Michelle was like, okay, sure, come next week. So I came and hosted, and then uh, I just became the host. Wow. Yeah. So wait, your first time here, you got a hosting position? No, it was like the second time. What the hell? But no, nah, this is the thing, though. <laughs> Look. Uh, I'm extraordinary, oh. you know. So oh. that's just what it is. So you yeah, I just you told you I, the first you joke can't. I did was about the the wheelchair dudes in the half pipe. You can't deny who you are. And you're so, amazing. You're amazing. But you know, but it's, it ain't nothing that's going to my head or nothing like that's not no arrogant thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was it was an opportunity there. It wasn't it wasn't that I just came along and I'm so special. The second time I came, I was hosting. It was just a matter of timing. Mm. There was no host. So I there was a need. There was no host. You were there. So I volunteered. There you go. I just came off the road with Damon Wayans. Wow. And uh, he told me he was like, "Hey man, get you a room and host it." And then the next show that I do is crack 'em up, and they don't have no host. Come on. So I said, "Hey." Can I come host next week? <laughs> nice. Opportunity, you grabbed it. You know? Well, you know, plus I had a dope-ass email list, too. So as soon as I started hosting, the room was packed for like seven months. Wow. Yeah, so we had a good little run, you know what I mean? Nice. So for just for the jump off, you know what I mean? And, of course, you know, we had slow nights. We had nights in here where we'd be in here and it'd be five, ten people, you know, but we'd always recover. There we go. We would do uh, free uh, free Thanksgiving shows. Ooh. And I would go get a big-ass cobbler <laughs> and uh, sweet potato pies to get them away for Ooh. free. Because people who ain't got no family and shit on Thanksgiving ain't got nothing to do. Yep. Come to a free comedy show and get some cobbler and some uh, sweet potato pie. This is family? Yeah. So, yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. Posting here is dope. Uncle Levi was on the door. He's still at the time. door. Man, yeah. Uncle Levi's strong in a motherfucker. You know, mm-hmm. he helped me move. Uncle Levi helped me move twice. What? Yep. And he cleaned my carpets all the time. Wait, you say he cleaned your carpets? Yeah, Uncle Levi, man. He, First of all, Uncle, I got some dirt. Uncle I got, Levi got business. I got some dirty carpets right now. Uncle Levi is an entrepreneur, understand? Oh, my goodness. Uncle yeah. Levi is an ancient artifact. I yeah. love him. That is the goat right there. Yeah. What would you say is your favorite part of Crack? Him up Thursday. 
Um, what is that thing that just keeps you coming back for more? It's just the energy in the room, you know. When you could rock a small room, when you could rock a small room, you could rock any room. Hey, we're hey, doing shout podcast. out to Chrissy Berry out here. But uh, anyway, yeah. what what would you say is the thing about Crack 'Em Up Comedy that that keeps you coming back for more? Funny comics. It's a funny ass show. That's just it. It's a comedy show and it's a funny ass show. Everybody rips. Like, there's no, like, if you can't rock, crack them up, man. You might need to reconsider your career choice. Crack them up is just a good room. You know? I feel it. That's it. It's just great energy. Is there any piece of advice that you would give anybody who's like coming into crack them up, coming into comedy, period? Yeah. You know, they see all this, they get a little intimidated, you know. It's a big family out here. You know, they might be a little scared to, you know, jump into it. What is the piece of advice that you would give them? Just keep talking and stop being a bitch. <laughs> stop acting like a fucking bitch. Ain't nobody in here better than you. They could do it, you could do it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no fucking rocket science up here. You know what I'm saying? Jump in the fucking game. You might be something special about you. Come on. You know what I mean? You might turn this shit into rocket science. I don't know, but... <laughs> you know? Don't be scared. Don't let uh, fear rule what you choose to do and don't do. Jump in that shit. If it's, if it's not good, you'll no one do good. And you'll stop doing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> there we go. But then if you love it, then, you know, a star might be born. Come on. Yeah. What would you say is your most memorable moment here at Crack 'em Up? Um. Seeing my guy out here in, overdosing in, on edibles. What? Oh, that is the worst. Wait, I need to hear the story because I also have I an. I thought OD I was gonna story. die. Oh my goodness. I thought I was gonna die. What I thought happened? if I sat down, I was gonna die. And so I just I would bring somebody up and then I go stand in the corner and uh, face the corner, man, and uh, I was faded. So. Wait, was it like somebody brought some in? You didn't even know they were edibles. Nah, you just kept I eating, just, eating, eating. I was just kept eating them because I thought edibles were some bitches. Oh my god. Gosh, yeah, I'm sick. Uh, They'll sneak up on you. They'll sneak up on you real quick, real hard. They snuck up on me and put me in a full <laughs> Nelson. Ooh. Uh, I was fucked up, yo. And then when I, when I confessed to the crowd, they started laughing because they was like, we been knew you was fucked up, bro. I was like a zombie, dog. Ooh. I was fucked up. But I was outside in the parking lot after the show till 5 in the morning. <laughs> That was before Uber and shit. Like, oh my five, God. I was out there at five in the morning eating hot dogs and shit, trying to fucking sober up, man. That's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. Oh my God. All right. Well, plug yourself. Let them know where they can find you, sir. Hey, man. It's Esau McGraw, man. Find me on the internet at ESAU underscore McGraw or McGraw Esau. ESAU. M C G R A W. That's where you can find me. All things Esau McGraw. Come on. The E Hive. Hey. We appreciate you, sir. You gonna kill it on stage. I believe in you. Sure, I'm from the future. Yo, we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Hey, if you want to support us even more than you already are by listening, make sure you visit www.crackemupcomedy.com slash shop. Get yourself a t-shirt. Get yourself a hoodie. We don't want to see you in that plain stuff no more. Grab yourself some merch right now, y'all. Appreciate you. And on 
the couch with us now. Oh my goodness, give it up for the beautiful Ron G. How Your are energy you, is amazing. You know, I just bring it up. That's I what I do. You like That's a walking can of Red Bull. That's amazing. <laughs> I've been up since five thirty. With that kind of energy. With this kind of energy. Okay, you at a at ten. I'm at a I two. You. I got you. That's I amazing. Got, I got up I got early the too. Both of us. Yeah. I got the both of us. I was I was lit earlier today, and now I'm like I'm like at a. You know, you know goes, when you turn the stove on, it's like the tick tick. I'm at tick tick right now. Yeah, I'm not all the way lit. It goes down as the day goes on. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And I'm sick. I don't, don't. No, it's all good. You know, we can't all. You, you operate like that when you're sick? <laughs> this is me sick. You clearly do radio. You know, I try. It's amazing. I try. You turn it on, clearly. I try. Yeah. Um, but how are you, sir? How was that so good. crowd? So, I have to tell you, man, this show is so amazing. This show is special to me. This is the first uh, comedy show that allowed me to host in LA. Wow. I've been out here for a while. I hosted the Laugh Factory now on Sundays. Mm. But, this show was the one of the first shows that allowed me to become a great host and shout out to Esau McGraw he was he big bro but he was hosting the late show and I was hosting the early show and I had a chance to watch him work his craft and you know um I learned how to be a great host um, here in this place that's awesome what so I mean we kind of just kind of like just learned it but in depth what does crack em up mean to you crack em up honestly is like one of the few spaces in Hollywood where a young comic that nobody knows can come up and perform because it's hard to perform on Sunset Strip when nobody knows your name. Oh, yeah. When you don't have TV credits. And, you know, it's just a tough thing to do. But Nichelle is so uh, loving and gracious to young comics. And I'm grateful to her. I feel like sometimes we take her for granted. But I'm so gracious that we have people like that that would allow us a space and a voice to be able to perform in this room. That part. Come on. Because outside of this room, like, a lot of young black comics don't get a chance to perform in this building. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad she's even trying to keep it going 16 years yeah she's been doing this that's an accomplishment and not even just here Detroit too yeah I mean you know yeah but she's dope it's amazing what was your most memorable moment at Crack Em Up oh you know what I know I got really excited so you remember when uh, (laughs) Chappelle Chappelle quit his show yes so when he came back, he performed in the main room, and there was this was a green room, and there was a hole in the wall, and it was like ten comics, like nobody was even in that room. All the comics came in here, and we was watching Chappelle through the hole, and him. <laughs> it was his first time back uh, when he went to Africa, and it was like the most amazing thing. Like we was we was all kids out here, fresh out here, and we was we, it was like ten of us looking through a hole watching him perform on the main show, oh my and we God. was like, man, like it was just it was a moment. I feel like this generation we don't have a lot of moments mm. but this is one of those moments like I'll remember this moment for the rest of my life uh, and then you huh a where were you moment yeah and then also I met uh, Eddie Murphy here too oh. he came here he had on like a little black tracksuit, and I think he's watching Chris Tucker perform but he sat right next to me and I was I was shell shocked because while he was sitting next to me I could have been like hey what's up man but I didn't say nothing because I was like he looked like he didn't want to be bothered and everybody kept walking up complimenting him and I'm like what do you say to a comedian who's heard everything you know what I'm saying yeah and so I, I didn't say nothing I'm kind of oh my god I said nothing do you regret that uh no because I'll meet him when it's time like I'll meet him when he knows who I am there we go that's how I work I don't force my hellos I on people because they meet so many people but yeah. I'll wait till he knows who I am and then I can have a conversation because sometimes, you know, young comics, we, like, try to introduce ourselves to people that don't care. True. And we force our hellos on people, and they, like, genuinely don't I care. I love you so much. Your work is Hey, you're one of my favorite. And they're like, oh, thank you. And then you become, you, yeah, and, you, and about you wind up in the fan people. box, and I don't want to be in the fan box, so I leave them alone. There you go. Yeah. So. 
Have you met anybody really dope that like you were shell shocked? Yeah. Uh, Besides da- Trey Songs. No. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Damon Wayne's was actually here two weeks ago. I got mm-hmm. to interview him, and it was amazing to me. Yeah. And kind of made a little bit of a fool of myself the first minute. What happened? You know, just I mean, just telling him how much I love him and how much you know my wife and kids impacted me, and you know how my grandma would yell at me because they were on the, they were mm-hmm. in the bed together. You know. Mm-hmm. You gotta acknowledge that though. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had a fangirl for a second. Cause you but look was, like you have a really good game face. Oh, I mean I do, but you know I gotta show love where love is, you know, deserved. Like I feel like you're the type of girl that would have a dude on suicide watch if he's trying to impress you and tap in. Like, hey, how you doing? You like? Oh, nice. I mean, low Thanks. key, you know, I am like, you know, but you know, there's some people you just have to. I, I feel for me personally, I have to show them that love because, you know, you never know what's gonna happen. Right. You know, Nipsey Hustle, that whole thing that happened. Yeah. You know, he was in the studio so many because I work for Power. For those of you who don't know, um, you know he was in the studio. Well, shameless plug. Oh, good. You know, eh, <laughs> real quick. Uh, he was in the studio so many. Are you times, putting your phone out right now? Is that what happened? What? What's up, Sydney? Oh, hey. You know you only got two two percent battery. You might want to turn that off, sir. Yo. Huh? <laughs> I'm sick. In the yellow. It is at two yeah. percent. Wow. Sydney Castillo, everybody. Let me see your shoes, brother. Get LeBron's? Look at you, man. Nice. All right, sorry. But no, no. I'm back. I'm here. Yeah, um, you know, you just never know what's going to happen with these people. So I feel like I got to tell them I love them, you know, yeah. while, while they're here to tell them. You yeah. Know? But uh, really quick. I have a question. What? What have you learned about yourself as a stand-up this year? Oh, my God. Um... That I am very hard on myself. That I give myself zero credit. I mean, that's just in general, though, too. That carries over. How how has that been working for you, being hard on yourself in (sighs) stand-up? I don't small talk, by the way, so we here. Yeah, damn, you you are cutting deep, shit. Uh, don't even, barely, you don't even know my last name. You over here asking me solid right. questions. Absolutely. Huh? Uh, man, I'm gonna have to think about that one. I don't know. You caught me off guard with that one. Ask but me being hard on yourself, time. like, how is that sustainable if you're trying to have a career in this thing? Uh, it makes me want to get out there more. It's actually had me writing more, which is my whole goal. Cause I mean, being on stage, that's great and that's fun and I love it. But I like going to the grocery store. I don't really need to be known like that. I like writing. That's my favorite You know you're not in control of that, right? Huh? You're not in control of how successful you become. Wait. The only way you control that is not even show up at the comedy club. Ooh. 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 Make sense? Yes. You work for a radio station and you're doing stand-up and you're saying, I don't want to be too famous. I know. That makes no sense at all. It doesn't. You can get you a cool little office job and never have that problem again. Here's the thing, though. I like, because I'm trying to like get work my way in there right now I'm because I'm at the bottom of the totem pole of power you know and doesn't I mean, matter I'm, run it's motivational like it, it doesn't matter <laughs> I'm not going to I just I just want to end up behind the scenes like you know I don't know but stand up you can't be behind the scenes and do stand up at the same time but I feel like people have to hear your jokes to know that you have some kind of value to you but once you do that you're not you can't control how high you soar listen Ron I'm gonna need you it's to it's a stop, contradictory okay? statement to say I want to be behind the scenes but do stand up and be on the radio station I don't usually say this often but you don't like to be behind the scenes but there, I, I don't know the expression but you gotta slowly start pushing people off the bench so you're the only person on the bench right and you're hosting a podcast which is hilarious so this is three things that allow you to be in front of people literally and you're like I don't want to be in front I don't know makes no sense at all it but I'm gonna let you go but I don't well, you gotta slowly nudge them off the bench. Right. I don't make sense though 
I don't know. I'm honestly. I'm so this is the thing you say you do on stage, which my first question was, I'm so hard on myself. And now you're saying I'm not. What have you said? What did you just say? I'm not that. You said I'm not that dope. You said something like I'm not. I don't. You just made a statement tearing yourself down while we're all telling you that you're great at what you do. Oh, and you do three things that's in front of people. And you're saying, like, I just want to be in the background. I don't know. I don't I have like to. You I have a wife. Like, I where did this go? Wait, this isn't even about me. I have me. a whole wife who. Anyways, I love. why do you do clean comedy? Why? Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's honestly, I started out being a dirty comedian. I started out in Atlanta, Georgia, and I came up under a bunch of uh, all my OGs was like comic view comedians, mm-hmm. and I thought that's just what comedy was. And then I met this older gentleman named Jerry Farber. Uh, he was like 30 years in the game. He was like, man, why you curse so much? And I was like, I don't know. He said, you're a good looking guy. Why you curse so much? And I was like, that's what you're supposed to do. And he was like, you don't have to do that. And I was like, okay. And I was, I got saved right around the time I got funny. If that makes sense. I was going to church and like, I really got saved around the time. And then what happened was, uh, the first place I went up at was Uptown Comedy Club in Atlanta. It was Apollo night. And they boo you for saying hello. And I got on stage. I got on stage and I had one joke and it was terrible and they booed me and the boo was okay but then they told me to kill myself. Hey, Gerard, Gerard, hold on. I want y'all to have a reference point. Gerard, I'm telling them about Uptown when it was on uh, Peachtree. Whoa. Apollo Night. He said, whoa. Right. Yes. So, tell, just, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for, paint the canvas for them telling them how I became a clean comedian and how was Apollo Night on Sundays at the, the uh, Apollo, Uptown Comedy Club. The Apollo in Atlanta was more ridiculous than the Apollo in New York, right? It's not televised. Uh, I will say this. In Atlanta, when right, we call it making it rain, right? When you go to a strip club and throw a, <laughs> on Sundays when the Apollo night. Are you listening, was, sir? You got to check in because I know you're on your phone right now. You got to listen. This is important. On Sundays, on Apollo night. The, all the strip clubs in Atlanta are closed inside of the city. So the girls from Magic and Gentleman's Club and Nicky's and all of you that. You're performing they, for dope dealers and strippers. A room when, full of dope dealers and strippers. And when they thought you were great, they would throw 50 60 $100 in ones on you. But you understand when that's the tempo, when that is the standard, when you have to make them laugh, you know how ridiculously gangster. Just like he said, there's no crime being committed We're talking about people Sunday that don't night. own checkbooks. They don't have grass. <laughs> These are uh, people who don't have, they don't have uh, parents. They don't have an account. At, Whole room full of people. They don't have an account at Nick's. They don't have a, yeah. They do all their banking at the check cashing place. Yes, yes. And they need you to be funny in the first 30 seconds. And so then, me. Right back. Coming and from remember, South Carolina. What about this? Huh? When you're, as a comic, your first joke is great. Your second joke fails. Your third, fourth joke are great. Nah, nah. If your second joke sucked, if your fifth joke sucked, they forgot about the first four that were good. You're going to catch an L. So this is the thing about Atlanta, too. Nobody understand how hard Atlanta was at the time. Yes. I seen, I ain't going to say his name. Never mind. Um, mm, mm. I seen somebody who was on a movie that everybody saw mm-hmm. bomb in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where they would shake keys at you. Like, everybody pull their keys out and shake keys. There was a time where they played the music. They played that song, I did my best, but my best wasn't good. Freaking Jeffrey Osborne. Also, they had a, a show where they passed out buckets of Nerf balls to the audience. Not even lying. Watch this. Bible. Bible. Watch this. I start in an era, not an era, but before Run. So I started at the You call com- me Run? Run. You call me Run. I mean, but Run is a great person to be. This was Reverend this Ron. Rev Run. All right, cool. Go ahead. Nah, he I me start Ron. at the Comedy Act Theater, so that's where I heard about that. Okay, so when I start, it's shortly is on the hills. Is that five five nine? No, but it is the template for five five nine. Okay, all right. When I started, if you were not funny, 
Tiny Lister Jr., who most of the audience will know as Debo from Friday. Remember, Atlanta had all that wrestling, and so all, all the wrestlers would be there. If you weren't funny, if he didn't think you were funny, he'd come and throw you off the stage. You, you get Deboed off the stage, you'd be laying on people's chicken wings and Long Island iced tea. Everybody salty. Everybody bad. And this and, is all real stuff. We're not making this up. And let me tell you, my first joke was terrible. All I know is I got booed after that. And the boo was okay. But then the entire room collectively told me to kill myself. How about how about that? That's how and it I goes. kept doing it. You know how crazy that sounds? Somebody tell you to kill yourself and you keep doing what you're doing? But I felt something. I was like, I'm supposed to be funny. Like I know I'm supposed to do this. And I was walking to my car and this dude, dope dealer, was like, hey man. Little nigga, you ain't gonna never be funny. Mm. And I was back when I just cursed. I was like, F you, man. He's like, F you, get you killed. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the car. Right, 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 right. For real. Right. This is my, this is my I, I got hello booed. comedy story. I got booed one time at 559, and about 45 minutes later, a thug gangster motherfucker, he was huge. He grabbed me by the back of my collar and dragged me to Bruce Bruce. He said, Bruce, this little nigga's still here. Bruce said, let him go, man. He haven't been paid yet. Yet. He hasn't been paid. Yeah. That's how ridiculous you get paid at 559, whether you get booed or not. You'd be in there. I don't want to say what you'd see on the table. It'd be some contraband in there. And they would laugh and pay you and tell you a story about a famous comic who took an L in there. Yeah. It was L's being passed out. Yeah. You're talking about a, a city with many stellar comedians so, based in that. I got booed and I used to curse. And then after that, I got saved and I started working on my craft at a venue called uh, Twisted Taco. And that was like the. It wasn't necessarily the mainstream spot, but it was like the room was, it wasn't the hood. It was like a little bit of everybody. It was a little bit of everybody in the room, and they let me get my words out. And then I got funny in a short period of time, and like eight months later, I got my first standing ovation. I did at, what's the Air Force Base? Sorry, the military base? In, in, the in Georgia. In Atlanta? No, it's a little further. Um, it's in Macon or Columbus. It would be now. Uh, I think it was Columbus, and I got I got a, a a coin from the general there, and I got my first standing ovation. But then, once I kind of figured out who I was, I felt like God was like, "All right, you funny on stage, and you don't curse on stage, but you curse off stage. You being phony. If a pastor did that, what makes you any different?" Mm. That's what God told me. That's what I felt like God told me. Wow. And I went back to the place I got booed at, and they told me to kill myself, and I did like. Seven minutes, which mm -hmm. is good. And I was like, okay. And it closed down after that. But for me, it was one of my personal goals to go back to the place where I started at and I performed clean and it was the beginning. So that's, if you ever see me perform, once you get booed, there's nothing worse than that. So I'm fearless. Like, you can't stop what I'm doing. Yeah. That's probably why I talk fast too. So I'm trying to get these, get around these, I'm dodging these booze. Whoa. <laughs> Gotta get my words out. Like, <laughs> Matrix. All right, cool. You can't touch um, me. But yeah, that's the reason why I became clean. I love it. And it literally changed my life. That's amazing. Well, I appreciate you for joining us. Are you trying to wrap it up right now? Yes. Okay, cool. Who's next? <laughs> no, plug yourself. Let them know where you're going to be. Okay, cool. Uh, I will be home uh, as soon as I get finished doing this interview. Uh, if you need me, uh, I will probably be at the Laugh Factory on Sunday. Uh, I host uh, Chocolate Sundays, the longest-running, dopest comedy show uh, in the nation outside of Crack 'Em Up Thursdays. Uh, it's pretty dope, a 7 o'clock and a 9.30 show. I also have a tour in December. I will be doing a tour in the South. Uh, get a chance to go to Huntsville, Nashville, um, Birmingham and then Atlanta in December. So uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram, Comedian Run G, Comedian R O N G, Comedian R O N G. Also, I have a cool podcast called the Two Piece Podcast, the number two P I E C E podcast. And uh, yeah, all my information will be on my page, Comedian Run G. There we uh, go. Yeah. Make sure you follow him and his knees at Comedian Run G. You see my knees <laughs> doing my thing. 
Don't it look amazing? <laughs> For the culture. I don't, I don't like seeing men's knees hey. out here. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Thank you, All right, We appreciate you. All right, fresh from the stage, we what, got what, our what, very own what, Butter Man. What, hey. what, 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 A lot of club noises right here. Yeah, that's how, that's how we got to do it, man. That's how the, did yo. We, did we perform Chuckle Fucker? Yes, we did. We hey. got a Chuckle Fucker cracking. You know Honestly, that song makes me so mad because that song makes me feel like I can't be out here messing around with comics and you know what i mean i, I shouldn't be i have do, no no i have i have done my job if i could just save <laughs> if i could just save somebody from becoming a chuckle fucker then i've done my job i got into this because i just want to find me a funny man but then i realize oh man you know what actually i am funny and you be I the funny woman you be the funny woman you be a funny woman i heard that song and i was like shit no man. let me tell you it's 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 so much fun it's always cool because um you know, I, I think a lot of times, you know, it's it's a fun song and people enjoy it, and it's always cute because by the end people are singing the uh, the hook back, and then I get to live my rapper fantasy that I never got to live, you know. So, so, so it, it's cool, and it felt good to see like folks who like know the hook now, and you know, and thanks to Nichelle, exactly, you know what I'm saying, you know. But yeah, so so I'm having fun with it, um, you know. The video is about to drop, and you know oh we'll be putting God. little snippets out. I it's a, it's an animated video, uh, so yeah, so it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I have fun tonight, just making jokes and talking about gay shit, and you I know, yeah, it. life is great. <laughs> you know, it. I remember the first time I saw you perform Chuckle I think it was the first time you performed it. It was at Skip Town Playhouse. Yep, yep, yeah. That was the, um, uh, the Goon Squad mic. There we go. Yep, that's Ooh. where I, that's where I got to develop it. Shout to the Goon Squad, Arthur Hamilton, all those dudes. Channel great, great. I, I miss, uh, yeah, I missed that. I missed that mic. That was a I good, know, good, mic. A good mic. But, but this is a fucking crazy night tonight. We got sixteenth like, anniversary. There are like, like some heavy hitters, like you know Kojo, Nika King, um, Issa McGraw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a ton of heavy hitters out yeah, here. Yeah, no, right? super dope, super dope. So yeah, so uh, yeah, but not. Nah, it was, it was a pleasure to perform. I honor having the hosts and Dell and Janae and it just and just this is really a good night. It's a good, it it's was. a fun good night. But uh, what does crack em up mean to you? Okay, wow. What does it? Does anybody know <laughs> the meaning? You know, what I'm, saying? <laughs> 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 I'm trying to have a little Charlie Brown Christmas moment right there. Does anybody know what the meaning? You know, no, honestly, just real. Nichelle um, gave me an opportunity to perform on her show. This is back in 2014 wow. before I moved here and it changed my life because you know for a comedian getting the opportunity to perform at the comedy store that makes everything you know real it makes it real as far as you know as a comic like you do open mics you do whatever but when you can say I performed at the comedy store that's when you're like yo I feel like I'm really on my way and she provided that opportunity because being able to perform here it legitimizes you as a comic you know, so, so and that and and it opens the door for so much, and she gives a lot of people that opportunity and to grow, and then we became friends, and then eventually, you know, here I am now producing a podcast with her, but 
that first opportunity to get in the doors of this place and perform on a show that is so legit was really just and that that to me it just it cracking up just means opportunity mm. like opportunity to grow opportunity to develop you know you see how people come through and are hosts and then go on to do like major TV stuff as being on this show tonight is a cross section of so many people and you know it takes I was gonna say this on stage about but I got scared but I was like if anybody in LA could do something for 16 years it doesn't involve a jail sentence Yo. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if you can do anything for 16 years, that's it doesn't, good. you know what I'm saying? That's it's good. comeback ass city. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's so, so props to Nichelle. But yeah, yeah, so that, that's what it means to me. And because uh, my first memory was coming out as a gay comic, and I just remember after I left the stage and I did my jokes, the comedian who, who was a host was like I did not notice you was gay and then for like five minutes after I left the stage he just talked about how he just didn't realize that I was gay oh I had no God. idea that I looked whatever cause you don't have and that it was look like, to you you're a big man you're a burly man you are a manly man I'm more I'm more security guard yeah 100%. <laughs> I'm more <laughs> I can't say I'm a bouncer and, like, <laughs> and that sounds gay but <laughs> ew oh my god I love it speaking of which I need these mags those for my dates. I'm no, it's like <laughs> I'm sick. I love it. Lou, real quick, what does crack 'em up mean to you? Oh, hey, all right. Crack 'em up, honestly, is uh, I'm gonna have the same answer as a lot of people, which is like, it's the it's the door. It's the like the foot in the door. You know what I mean? I've you have no idea how many like gigs I booked these past couple weeks after performing here. Like just like where people had saw me. Wow, your stage. agent is killing it right now. I'm my own agent. Working you know out in the mean? streets. No, but like I, you oh, know, I'm people sorry. either um, people after who saw doing me. crack 'em up, Lou will not be able to do the show for the usual dime Getting bag. Bougie. <laughs> you know, not for the usual regular weed. He's gonna need a straight up indica. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna need uh, He's gonna my need that OG have to reserve. Be a double now. <laughs> no, but it like it really um it's dope. It's a great like uh, you know, like when I got off the stage, there was people like who have Amazon specials like tapping me up, like, "Yo, that was a good set." Like that's you have no idea what that it does to the fucking to the self confidence. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what that means to me. Max, what does crack 'em up mean to you? Yeah, Max, what does it mean to you? Um, I like all what you said, and then I used to think of it not literally for a while, like as a like an amazing place to hang out and kibitz and chill and to rub shoulders. And now I realized all you have to do is make Nichelle crack up. <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> crack yeah. up. And here she is, the woman of the hour. Oh my goodness, the woman who makes all of this possible every single week for the past 16 years. Come on, Michelle. Yeah. Okay, y'all ain't hey. gonna cheer. Y'all ain't gonna cheer this time. Woo. Come on. They cheered the first time around, but they didn't do it this time. Yeah. How how are you? How do you feel? 16 years. You know, it it feels crazy. It feels surreal. And, you know, doing it every week, it's like you just, it's just every week. And then when you realize it's 16 years, it's a little insane. But, you know, the 
I appreciate, of course, my podcast staff. Hey. You guys are amazing. But, you know, with the other comedians that have come through to support as well as the you know comedy lovers the comedy fans that come out and it's nice to see a lot of the people that used to come out like Burl and you know uh, Adrenaline a, a nicknames um, it's a, one of our guests at Esau when he was hosting he used to call him Adrenaline just to see them here and you know it's like over the 16 years it's kind of you know you see people come and go and people's their jobs change their family change they get married or this and that so it's nice to see them come through tonight and support and like we have DJ Sean who's taking pictures <laughs> right now appreciate you yeah he was here for I think it was like seven years yeah yeah I met, wow. him, at the, I met him at the J spot and when that ended for him you know brought him over to the belly room and he he was here for seven years so and he actually does the music for the podcast there the, is a lot of loyalty in this room Oh, yeah. And that's what, and, and, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's why this has been going on for those 16 years. Because I, I, I can't, I couldn't do it by myself. I'm not up there telling the jokes and I'm not sitting in the seats. So just putting out, you know, the good vibes and you guys just bringing it back. So it's just really nice to see, you know, you guys coming through and supporting and bringing T-shirts and stuff, you know. <laughs> It's cool and wine and and some other stuff I can't say on here. <laughs> some but, stuff, you know. But how was it back here? It was amazing. It was so great. You know, every party. it was a huge party. Excellent. You know, there was people running through here screaming. You know, <laughs> a little too loud for my taste. But okay, okay. <laughs> but it was good. You know, it, it was just so many people honestly singing your praises and singing the praises of what you've done to Man. this room and the space that you've created for you know not just comics but urban comics you know yeah. black comics and and it's just yeah. it's a beautiful thing and honestly i might start tearing up right now because i'm i'm so grateful for you man you know i thank you i've been coming here for you know a little over a year and you, you know been, here i am hosting like season four right you know and you just you came and supported and look at max and so <laughs> you know so that was just great and i just really appreciate your dedication and you're just there's ports in the room man and Lou I'm looking at Lou and looking at you looking at you you okay <laughs> All right. Well, we thank you so much, Michelle. I'm gonna I'm I'm wrap this up before I really start crying because the tears are already welling up in my eyes. Ooh. But we appreciate you so much. 16 year anniversary of Crack 'Em Up Thursday, uh, October 17th, y'all. We appreciate you so much for tuning in, and you know, stick around. There's more to come. Yeah, Crack 'Em Up. Burger, burger.